0: Love Talk Radio. Good evening. It is an awesome. Tuesday in Atlanta on Loudmouth Radio. I hope everyone is doing extremely well. Once again this is a great opportunity to speak to our audience. We're excited about being online to speaking with you in regards to things that are happening in the community, entertainment. Things are going to draw your your inspiration. So we hope to empower you, inspire you, entertain you, as always, on our shows. And tonight will be no exception. I would like to say that Jazzy, who is actually sitting here with us, ready to get it in, I already know she's ready and anxious, because we've had an opportunity to to do some great things over the last week. And because of the high activity that we've had, you know, we we have not had a whole lot of time really to stop, sit back, and look and, and see just how much we have done. We've just been very blessed to make some great friendships and connections with people who are in the industries of, of various different industries doing different things. And as a online radio network, we're excited about being in the community and representing so many diverse groups. So tonight I wanted to start out uh, a few things. Saying that you know, typically our Tuesday night show is the bare truth. This is an actual special show that we're doing because we haven't gone back to our regular programming yet. So, as a producer, I hope that everyone is still in connection with us through our Twitter at Loudmouth L O U D D M O U T H, as well as on our Instagram, which is the same handle at Loudmouth Online on Facebook, Loudmouth Online. And uh, directly, loudmouthradio.com. You can connect directly to our webpage and see the things that we got going on. And when I tell you, we have so much uh, to catch up on and to prepare and just highlight. We've been busy from doing uh, movie film screenings to festivals. we just coming off of Black Gay Pride, which ran... Really ran us for two weeks. I'm gonna be honest with you. We covered press. We had a a press conference for two two different weeks. We had to cover, and went right into all the festivities. So you know we did two live remote radio shows last week, and that was quite a month. That was quite a bit. Yeah, yeah. So we was appreciating Labor Day more than anybody can understand. Labor Day was Labor off. Day. Exactly. Yeah. And so today, of course, is like our Mondays for a lot of people. I'm sure a lot of people are still thinking that today is Monday. Um, but in fact it is Tuesday and we're really excited about tonight's show And um, you know Jazzy's over here grinning at me I'm like man y'all my jaw hurt I ain't gonna lie to y'all my jaw hurt But I'm here and I'm happy and I'm feeling grateful to be on air Because I've been smiling and grinning and cheesing all weekend long So let, let my jaw's hurt
1: <laughs>
0: But hey I want to tell you that tonight is going to be a, a privilege for us uh, We're right here in Buckhead Uh, Right here with one of our media partners is Popping, Cake cafe Atlanta, right off of Peachtree Street in the great and lovely Buckhead area of Atlanta, Georgia.
2: And can I just come on and say, first of all, hi, everybody. Um, I'm so glad to be with you, as usual, on Tuesday. Um, As she did say, that we are at – I posted this earlier. We are at a place called It's Popping if you and and it's not popping like ing it's like it's popping like popcorn popping we have been hanging out with Audra who is a hoot let me just tell you she is so funny but when i say she knows her stuff she knows her cake she knows her candies and her popcorn but the taste of it i got fat just looking She's crazy. I'm, I'm telling you, I, I gained. I lost two pounds high five for me in the last two weeks, but I gained six pounds back. I found them? I found them, and I borrowed four more pounds just looking at the candies and cakes, and then I was able to taste a cupcake. You know, I'm not going to knock anybody else's cupcakes and their candies because anybody that's in business, for one, we're not on the league not only a radio network and T V but we're also marketing and branders of businesses. So I'm not gonna tear anybody else's, all of the other ones that are well known. But for those of you that don't know, let me just tell you, this place is it's absolutely gorgeous. It's gorgeous beyond words. And it is so, 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 so good. So we are going to encourage you, like we did over the weekend, um, you were able to hear actually from Audra, and she was telling her story. So if you didn't get an opportunity to hear that, we want you to go back and archive um, the live happenings that we had over the weekend so you can hear her story. But this place is wonderful. Cakes, popcorns, and candies, they do all events, corporate events, weddings, um, I mean, just everything. So we're actually going to be doing some things here. So listen out for that because we're going to have some it's popping after dark events that are coming up, and you will hear about that right here at Loudmouth Radio. So stay tuned for that. But definitely get over here and get all of the the sweets and the goodies and get these extra pounds that I actually have on myself. Anywho, so we're broadcasting here and we're going to bring you some of the greatest happenings of the week. We were very fortunate over the weekend, over the last few weeks, to be able to cover many, many things, that you've already heard. But we are bringing to Atlanta the information that, if you didn't know, we're so glad you're tuned in so that you can find out about it right here on loudmouthradio.com. And that is a play. Matter of fact, it is a four-time NAACP award-winning stage play. How about that for Achilles? And it was written by just the cutest little thing with a powerful punch. You know, they say good things come in small packages. And she is just an amazing woman, Trey Anthony, who wrote this play with all sorts of passion and all sorts of experience that has been translated through the eyes of women, and so they are actually going to come on. We had an interview earlier today, so we're going to have them, and I'm being
0: prompted to stop talking, so I will stop. Jazzy's, like, having her a great time. She's giving you the breakdown of the show, and I'm sure she's going to give you a great formal introduction as she comes prepares to bring Mr. uh Trey Anthony on air, but we want to recognize our media partners um, that is so important and vital to our success as well as um, the relationships that we want to make sure that the communities are able to connect with. So this actual broadcast is being supported and sponsored by Bright Car Spa in Atlanta at 360 Edgewood Avenue in Atlanta, Georgia. You can also find them online at brightcarspa.com, and they spell Bright, B-R-I-T-E. And they actually have been very gracious in regards to um, – they're really looking to progress their business, been around for about a year now. Located conveniently in the urban area, where they actually have new belt line that's being installed into the city. So because of that, um, they're doing some great things. So if you if you actually go and like their Facebook page or on Facebook at Bright Cars by Atlanta, you actually can do a twenty dollar in and out special with them, or you can definitely go up a little bit and get your car with a full detail. Um, They actually go from anywhere from a hand car wash with a mini wax all the way up to the full throttle. So depending on what you have, the type of vehicle you got, what you want to get done, they'll take care of you. To see their packages, visit them online again at brightcarspot.com, and you'll be able to connect with them definitely at 404-913-4980. We also want to recognize dandypocket.com, who we had the pleasure of being able to be acquainted with through the Black Gay Pride events. Dandy Pocket is actually there for your convenience when it comes to high fashions and accessories for men and women custom pieces. Pocket squares, handcuffs, uh bow ties, short short ties, skinny ties. They have a great range of variety. Nice website already ready for you to shop right off online. So make sure you go to that site, D A N D Y P O C K E T dot com which is your website that you will want to go to to connect with them. And they're also on Facebook at dandypocket.com, um, excuse me, at dandypocket. And we want to recognize again, it's popping, cake Cafe Atlanta, located right off of Peachtree. Um, they are a great option to bring the family. When I tell you, your kids would go crazy walking in there and seeing the layout of all these different positions for candy, Jelly beans, all your nut lovers, they have rows and rows of nuts. And if you, like I am from Chicago, popcorn has become one of the hottest things. You're starting to see a lot of different people are really starting to uh, push out popcorn. You have so many different flavors and opportunities to taste and try, and they're very diligent about letting you come out and try them. So I'm going to recommend that you connect with them, and you can find them at Cake Cafe Atlanta dot com and I want you to um make sure you can get bash at two locations. So if you didn't know they're on Canler Road and also on Peachtree Street in Buckhead and also in Canler Road Indicator. So you can make that connection with them right online at cakecafeatlanta.com. dot com. So I want to give Jazzy the opportunity to speak a little bit more in regards to um the events. We actually did attend the press conference today. Um for the a kink in my hair, stage play, which will be at the uh, Cobb Energy Performing Arts Center this weekend, right, Jez? I am not speaking because I was told to be
2: quiet. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Sometimes I get so excited that... You know, I start going right into what we're talking about, but it's okay. That's why we have a producer to pull your coattail and go, wait a minute, wait a minute. We always have to give love to those that uh, are saying, hey, we believe in you, we're partnering up with you, and we want to be able to give you um, the support that you need by supporting us. And so it's one hand washing the other, and we're always able to get out the information that we need for, for them as well as ourselves. But. As I was saying, the young ladies of uh, the kink in my hair did a wonderful, wonderful job bringing out the passion, the statements, and the, the feeling of what Trey Anthony was really trying to come across. Because you know what? You just don't get four NAACP. Awards, You just don't get them. You just don't, you know, they just don't walk around and go, oh, yeah, well, that was pretty good. They believed in something. They came together as a cast, and I can't, I'm i not going to tell all this story because she's going to call in and give us her heart and mind so that you can hear it firsthand. And then the cast members, we were able to um, speak with them earlier today, and they were just absolutely amazing. Just let me let y'all know, Angie Stone called out my bald head, y'all. Y'all know I have a company called Bareheads Barely There, and it's um, embracing bald and beautiful women who have a cause, and they use their hair and their bald heads and their bare heads to talk about the things that are important to them. And so for her to say, make mention of me during a press conference about the choice that I made to cut my long locks off and go bare and have that confidence, to do that and look good doing it. And I'm not saying that in a in a conceited vanity way, but I'm I am saying that in the sense that I had to recognize that my beauty lied within. And my hair was that first reflection being a, you know, master cosmetologist here in Georgia and two other states. It has taught me over the course of a very long stretch of years in the industry that, you know, we attack our hair We um, are oftentimes defined by our hair when we really shouldn't be, but the lack thereof speaks for me so much power. I remember working years ago in a salon in North Carolina, and I I was telling a, a lady that our personalities sometimes are Connected to our hair she said Oh I'm not that vain and, and what I meant Was not so much Of the style Although we do You know We kind of throw Our hair this way We wear it natural, We wear it straight We wear it kinky We wear it curly Red hair Blue hair Whatever We do all these Different things But we are an ex- We are expressing Ourselves With the style With the way With the cuts With the colors And she said well, I'm not that vain And I said Well Shave all of your Head off If your hair absolutely means nothing to you. And she was like, well, I wouldn't be that drastic. And I said, well, why? If it means nothing, if it's not. So not that it's it's the vanity of it, but the confidence of being able to cut all my hair off and make that decision to redefine and reinvent myself with the way I look. I wanted to learn who I was. I wanted to see my face, my lips, my nose, and the whole thing. Um, to be able to address who I was. And I think that the kink in my hair is really going to show you. It's not necessarily about the kinkiness per se, as you're going to hear um, Miss Anthony say, but it's about the things that are are within that we are identified and getting the kinks out, I think is how she said it. But she's going to be able to say it, and you'll hear that uh, a little bit later. But basically... We have a play that has come to Atlanta that has set a present. It has set a present, and it's going to run from the 6th of September through the 8th, and that's going to be at the Cobb Energy Center, which if anybody has been there, you know that place is absolutely amazing. And it was a grand gesture to say, I don't have to bring that to a smaller setting because this play is good. This play is worthy. This play is wholesome. And this play brings healing. And we're going to have it at a space that reflects just that. I'm so proud of her. I'm so absolutely proud of her. And I'm proud of the work that, that she's doing for women. But not only for women, but it's an all-women cast. Isn't that awesome? So everybody from the head to the tail is women. And that means that we are empowering empowering ourselves from within and sharing experiences and stories to heal other women as well as those that we are in relationship with, with and to oftentimes be whole, other women and men as well. So, you know, everybody's going to benefit from the play, so we're encouraging everybody to go. We also have at um one of our media partners that we're actually um at location right now at It's Popping has tickets. So you are able to get two tickets if you come over to It's Popping. Y'all heard that? Do I need to say it a little louder? If you show up to It's Popping, call over um and we'll give you the number, we'll give you the information, go to our website, that's how we're gonna give you that information, go like her page, say something about it so that you can get two free tickets for Sunday at 3 p.m. We're going to also hear um, from Miss Anthony talk about the simple black dress. This one is near and dear to me. Oh, my goodness. When she said something about this, and I, I'll just tap into it just a little bit and she can explain the whys, but when she told me the why of the simple black dress, I was like, okay, we have to hook up, we have to band together, we have to do this because it's something that I believe in. But the Simple Black Dress is a program that you bring a simple, elegant, beautiful, clean, gently worn, gently used black dress to the theater when you come, and then those dresses are given to women in shelters or low-income family moms to be able to get dressed up for the day and then come to the movie or come to the play and see it and feel as beautiful and as lovely as those that could afford to buy a ticket. And then tickets are also given to those families. So tickets, a black dress. Um, I will even go as far as to say because, you know, we've collected some shoes in the last year. Some we have given out for souls for souls, and then we also have a whole nother batch that we were just getting ready to start recollecting and sent off to, um, I think, Haiti and Honduras with the next couple of trips that are coming up. So so, so we um, definitely wanted to link up and hook up with the Simple Black Dress Foundation, which is the heart and mind of Trey Anthony. So cannot wait for her to come on. Tell us more about that so that you guys can be just as empowered (laughs) as we were. But we definitely want to play for you the um, other cast members that have been cast here in Atlanta. Oh, can we just say down to earth? Can we just say beautiful inside and out? And for us to be so fortunate to interview or to take a picture with or just share a story, That was so amazing. So, you know, you heard me say Andrew Stone called out my bald head. That was so beautiful. So kudos, shouts out to the wonderful, the talented Andrew Stone. So we do have some interviews with her. Um, Then we have the beautiful Melanie Fiona. Oh, my goodness. She just, she's so real. All of these ladies were, but it's one thing to see them perform or hear them speak somewhere else, but then when you actually are standing beside them or in front of them and you hear them telling their experience and their story, absolutely amazing, absolutely amazing. So really, really excited um, to have them a part of this. And then we had the beautiful and the sassy.
0: Perry J. Vaughn.
2: You know, boss lady, boss lady was is a part of this cast, and she has the green room, I believe it is, down in Buckhead, um, behind Frank Ski's place. And so, you know, we had the opportunity to be with them today and to hear them talk about how they got casted and how they became a part of this. So we're going to play a little bit for you so that you can hear them, and then we're going to have Miss Terry come in and tell her own story about the play, how it started, and why... She wants all of you to bring a thousand plus people to the play on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday.
3: I play Sherelle, uh, and Sherelle is a businesswoman. Yeah, this is Terry talking. She is. She could do everything. She's the one that never um, enough. And one thing on top of us, another thing on top of us, another thing on top
2: of us, another thing on
3: top of us, another thing on top of us, another thing. I'm just going to do it. I'm going to do it all. Yes, I can do that. Yes, I'm going to do that. Yes, I can do that. Okay, here you go. Here you go. And you get to see her breaking point. And I think that this really speaks to a lot of us. I see the head nodding already. Um, I know that it's supposed to me. And it's so funny. We've been in rehearsals now for weeks. And it doesn't matter. Every time I start to make these words, get a face. And so, therefore, I know if it affects me, it affects many other women. And so, what I love about the show, what I'm praying, is that.
1: That I serve my community, it's the way that
3: I serve mankind. And so the things and the materials that I do, it has to have a purpose, it has to have a reason. And this piece right here, it does it all. It really does. It heals, it challenges. Because sometimes, you know, we need to be challenged. It's like we're caught up in the choppers or the way we see people in our own prejudices. It's like we need to be challenged and questioned. Oh. Uh,
2: camera snapping at the press conference and which you know, you just heard from Terry J Vaughn. And we're gonna slide down in just a few minutes to hear from Angie Stone.
3: that extra mile, and there was a lot of tears and a lot of pain. Well, my character uh, addresses that issue within the household because I have a sister who is very fair-skinned, and I'm sorry. Market. Now being in the public eye, the things that I was forced to encounter as an artist, as a woman of color, um, sometimes they fit into a box of what makes people feel so comfortable. And so I experienced my own challenges with people treating me a certain way um, based off of my appearance. And expecting or not expecting certain things from me as based off of my appearance. So. Trey and I first spoke about this play, and wanting to be involved, I said yes, I want to be involved, and it was a great opportunity, I felt, for me, as a singer, was the only capacity for was singing in, to express myself through artistry in a different way. And because I saw how powerful this play is, and how purposeful it is, and the things that I had experienced, it then resonated with me on a deeper level, and I was like, yes, I have to be part of it. Trey then said, I would look to tailor a role for you. So we got into the peanut potatoes of, of some of the things that I experienced as an artist, as a woman, as a woman of color, as, as you know, as a Canadian coming into an American world being West in background and facing certain challenges of not feeling like I can fit in. And so through these conversations, we, we really tailored something and she wrote this beautiful, beautiful monologue for me, which I really do identify with. And I think on another level and in another area that we forget as women, whether you're white, black, Indian, Chinese, it doesn't even matter but women of color representing a woman of color, it is a very, very powerful piece. And it, it's a voice that exists out there, you know? Um, and it's it, it almost like, it, it's interesting because it's relative to Angie, but opposite of Angie. It's relative, you know, to Sherelle, but opposite of Sherelle. And it's it's I just love that each role in this play allows a voice, as Terry separate. for him. You know, when we did the reading a few weeks ago, there were men in the market that were intrigued by this story, intrigued by each story, because they think they really did get a deeper look and a different look into what is what's going on. And I think that that's important as well for men to also understand the dynamic of what goes on between other women. And then in this place, you see this cast of women of all backgrounds Color frames, it, it's a beautiful thing that you walk away with is seeing what can happen we come together, to so work together. It's powerful. And, you know, it, it's, it's, it's hard, you know, it's hard, it's learning lines, it's challenging yourself to go deep and to put yourself out there in a different way and to speak about the things that sometimes make us and other people feel uncomfortable. i
2: That's just a little bit of the cast members talking about the um, actual play, how they felt about it, what they are expecting of um, everybody, and, you know, coming out to see it. It's just going to be absolutely awesome. So we are going to take station break, and then we're going to come back in and have Trey Anthony come in and give us her side of why you should be a part of
0: the play. This actual call and show tonight is being sponsored by Bright Card Spa of Atlanta, Georgia at 360 Edgewood Avenue in the greater Atlanta area. Make sure you connect with them online at com. And we want to make sure we recognize our media partner is popping, Cake Cafe Atlanta, located right off the convenient road of Peachtree Street in the heart of Buckhead. Make sure you connect with them online at cakecafeatlanta.com. This show is actually also being sponsored by dandypocket.com, providing you the custom creations and accessories for men and women. Make sure you check them out online at dandypocket.com. And now we're going to have Jazzy come back in and bring in your guests. Hi, well, welcome back, welcome
2: back, welcome back. You were just listening to Angie Stone, you were listening to Mel and Fiona, and you were listening to Tara J. Vaughn give their um, ideas of, about the play and just what they felt. So we are now, as our producer said, have Miss Trey Anthony, the wonderful creativity behind The Kink in My Hair. So I want to bring her on in so that she can let us know exactly what to expect. Gonson, just let me tell you the passion that she has about this play and hearing her talk about her mom and what her mom says, you know, that the play itself is magic, that everybody needs to be a part of that magic and and feel the experience. So we're going to have her come in. Trey, are you with us? I'm here. Thanks for having me. Hi, Pumpkin. I'm so glad you're on. We have been talking about this play, actually, since we met you Saturday. But definitely <laughs> after, the press, after the press conference, we just have been going bananas. We really have been going bananas uh, talking about it. So I am not going to even say another word because I want you to start all the way over and tell our listeners uh, exactly how, what, and why of the kink in my hair.
1: Okay, um, wow, the how, what, and why. Yeah, yeah. Okay, um, I wrote the play The King of My Hair about 12 years ago. Um, I'm originally from Toronto, Canada. My parents are Jamaican, and I was born in um, in England and moved to Canada when I was about 12 years old. And I started most of my career in the entertainment industry in Canada, and I was known quite a lot by um, being a stand-up comedian and doing very comedic roles. And as uh-huh. I tried to advance my um, career, what ended up happening, I got very tight class. So I was getting roles such as, like, backhead number one, um, maybe number two. And I just decided that I just wanted to write a different kind of story for black women. I wanted to show us in a different light. Um, I wanted to show us more authentically. Um, I wanted to see really layered characters um, for us. And also, for me, it was a chance to really take little pieces and fragments of my life and put them on stage and things that I was questioning, things that I I believed in, things that I was raised (laughs) as... you know, my family's beliefs and, you know, things that worked for me and didn't work for me. And that's really how that came about. And it was really one of those things where um I've always said it was out of a hunger for myself to see myself authentically portrayed on stage. Mm-hmm. And I and think for like black women, black it just resonated with resonated them because, it was, them the because it was the first time for a lot of us that on. we had seen women, especially black women, portrayed with such depth and such layers and such honesty and vulnerability. And it really was something that took off and became this kind of, like, kind of like underground movement, underground. and it just, yeah, went, we just from went, we went from there. Went from like, we went from playing 50 in, like, 50-seat venues to 100-seat 100 100 venues to 500-seat venues, venues to then eventually, like, 2,500-seat like venues, venues. Yeah. yeah.
2: Wow, wow. I know to to see your dream come from not having the funds, which you talk about a lot in the press mm-hmm. conference, to um, being on the street corners practicing.
3: To seeing Mm -hmm. it
2: go into okay, here's my first award, my second award, my third award, my fourth award, my series, my sold out, my sold out. How does that make you feel right now? And now that you're able to take this on tour after so many years of this coming to, you know, from baby to now, uh, this is a this is a woman. This is a woman now. She's a (laughs) cheetah. you know she's from a baby project to a full embodied woman and now touring how do you feel
1: it's a bit surreal i must say um for myself because i never ever thought that the play would have the life that it has um mm-hmm. This was my first play that I had ever written. I never considered myself a writer. I was just like, okay, okay. I'm an actor, I'm I'm a stand-up comedian, but never a writer. And I think for me now to have the play go on to such great success, success, success. it's really been a dream country. And it really shows shows to me, like, Like, when you have passion and belief in what you do... And you think about changing the world, it's, it's possible. And, and I think for me, it really came down to just the passion that I had about the work, and people sensed that, and believed in that, and also the women who started with me from day one, and also audiences. Like, I would never have gotten this far without... especially the black community supporting my work work and saying this work is important important. let's go and support support her and that's always been how the kink has moved from one level to to another it's been someone who's seen it it, it, and said i want to bring it here here, or how can i pay for a ticket um, to bring my group or how can i um invest in this and so that has been really the beauty of the kink that it's I always kind of say I just kind of surrender it and know that yeah. the play will do what it needs to do where it needs to happen. So I never make any big plans because it, it, it has a tendency to always surprise me of where it's going to go and who wants it and who gets to see it and everything else. So I, I just kind of have that faith. Like I always say like this play has been touched by God and it's just where it needs to go and where it needs to be seen, it will happen.
2: And isn't that just how we women are? That's why I said she's gone from a baby to a full embodied woman because we mm-hmm. tend to do exactly what we want to do and how yes. we want to do it. Before, I, I said, you know, before you came on, I'm so tremendously proud of you. Uh, you know, we haven't known each other but for a couple of hours of, of and a couple of days, but it feels like I've known you for so long, and I tend to say that about a lot of people because when you
3: have –
2: a heart and a mind to, you know, take off the layers and one layer after the next to become your better you. It doesn't mm-hmm. take, you know, months and years for you to know that truth. And so yes. I feel like I, so I'm so proud of, you know, the fact that you've taken the, you had the courage but because, as you stated, that this particular play is pieces of your life. It's pieces yes. of your experience. And your experience then becomes the experience of all women, which is what we heard in the press conference today.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, sure. from from sure. everybody.
2: So I'm really excited to hear about it. But I do want to um, speak about it was a couple of things that I was like, oh, man, I should have asked you this. I was so glad that you were coming on the show. <laughs> is this going to be, and I think we touched on this earlier, but for the sake of our audience that was not there at the conference, is this going to be a the cast members that you have here in Atlanta, are they going to be the cast members that follow should you go from, from
1: state to state to state? Mm -hmm. I'm really hoping um, that this cast will remain intact because we have such great synergy and energy with each other. I think for, people like Angie Stone and Terry J. Vaughn and um, Melanie Fiona, all of that will also be based on their schedules. They they, they are really busy women and I was really blessed that they took their time out of their schedules to do this because they just believe in the work so much. So I'm hoping, um, you know, (laughs) if their schedules align with what we have planned that, you know, if they're not on the whole tour that at least maybe they'll do guest appearances along the way
0: and um,
1: I think what's the beauty about the kink is that women are able to so much come in and out of this process because it's monologue driven a lot of times, so a lot of women can come in and learn some of the um, the, the monologue very easily and kind of you know slot themselves in and then someone else can jump back in and do their roles so that has been something that especially for stars who are sh- um, um, being portrayed in the show, it makes it <clears throat> much more easier for them to be able to slot it then into their schedules.
2: Exactly. Okay, mm-hmm. so that, because, you know, I'm one of those people that I'm like, oh, honey, you got to go see this because this person is in it. Like when I saw the Color Purple in Chicago was a different cast mm-hmm. than it was the Color Purple in New York. So when we yes. left, I said, okay, let me make that clear because we will be shouting it out to the world. Angie Stone and Fiona
0: yes. <laughs> is coming
2: here, you know. And then people will be pissed at us. So we wanted to make sure that we were yes. clear about yes. that. But I'm I'm sure that whomever um, is drawn to you and you to them that it's going to mesh. It's just it's just going to mesh because that's how it is. Spirit just attracts exactly. like spirit, and exactly. you know, and it comes together. So you know, excited to hear that. The other thing I wanted to ask you, and then then we'll talk about the simple black dress because you know that besides the play itself, that is like my newest baby in addition to the babies that I already have. Um, Mm -hmm. But how did you come up with The Kink in My Hair?
1: Oh, um, The Kink in My Hair um, was one of the first monologues that I ever wrote. Like I sat down when I said I was going to start to write the play. I was looking in the mirror, and I started to look at my hair, and I said, wow, I said, I have a kink. In my hair. And I said, I started to think to myself, and I said, the kink is something that you always hear, like, oh, we're working the kink out, or um, that's got a kink in it, as something defective. And I thought, what would it be if I said I have a kink in my hair, and I said it was pride, and it's something that I knew Um, immediately would resonate with black women, that they would say, (laughs) when they saw the title, um, the kink in my hair They would know it's for us And by us And so right. I started to think about All of the wonderful things That the kink could be And so even at the end of the show um, I'll let the character I play He says um Embrace the kink Love the kink Heal the kink Keep the kink Straighten the kink But whatever you do Just be gentle With the kink Okay And the kink really Is a very symbolic Image of us As women Of what we need To do for ourselves Of embrace ourselves Love ourselves ourselves, Keep um, You know A a, a sense of self-love And be gentle With ourselves Right So that's how I saw The kink And I, I just Went from there Of like Okay I got a kink in my hair
2: Right I loved it. As soon as I saw it, as soon as I saw your shirt, and I'm sure, oh, are those oh, shirts for sale during the, the yes, play? Yes.
1: Yeah, they're gonna they going to be at the play, and they're, they're going um, to also be putting also them, put them on, the people people on the website because so many people, so have, many stopped people have stopped me for them. them. And, and when, when I first did the T shirts. It was really just for the cast, but we got so many people asking for them. I was yeah. like, oh, okay, I think we start selling them because people yeah. just wanted so much memorabilia from the Kink. And so we ended up doing Kink journals. We have um the Kink T shirts. We have Kink um cards. We have so many things like with just the kink because people just love um, the play. I yeah. think they just want to take a piece of the play home with them, right? So the merchandising has really been something that we didn't really decide that that's what we were going to do. It was just one of those organic things again that happened mm-hmm. with that that people kept saying, "How can I get a T-shirt?" or "How can I get a piece of this to take with me?"
2: Right. I want to quickly give the phone number, because I'll get caught up and we'll just have cake and conversation, because it's popping and they have cake and popcorn and cake. You have to come to this place if you haven't. It's amazing. But let me give the number for call in. It's 347-826-7520 if you have a question. But definitely we have – we're giving those two free tickets away. Um, Yes. You have to call in to get those two tickets. And we also – have two tickets. at It's popping. One of our media partners who is excited, matter of had heard about the plan, was like, oh, my God. So we, we have two over here, and we have two to give away on the show. So you have to call in 347-826-7520. And I think we do have a live caller that we want to bring on. Caller, are you here? Because I think you've tried a couple of times. <laughs> yes, I am. Hi, who am I speaking with? Cheryl.
3: Hi, Hi Cheryl. Cheryl. How are you? So
2: you're 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 online with the actual writer of the play. How fortunate are we?
3: I know. I listened to her story, and I'm so glad that I want to hear us in a different light instead of fighting like cats and dogs on basketball watch. <laughs>
2: okay, exactly, exactly, yes. Cheryl. Where are you? What part of, of of Georgia are you in?
3: Oh, I don't want to say I'm in the country in Loganville. <laughs>
2: okay. Well, you're, you do not have to say you're in the country at Loganville. We will not tell a soul. Don't you even worry about it at all. We are so happy that you're going to be a part. And this, the, the tickets that we're going to give out are for Sunday show at 3 p.m. So we definitely want to make sure that you are able to come. To the show, but you're going to pick up your tickets at It's Pop and we're going to get all of your information after. We hope that you will stay tuned and hear the rest of the interview and definitely spread the word. Get on your Twitter, your Facebook, whatever you got. Get it on and let everybody else know to purchase a ticket because we want to go right into talking about simple black dress. So I want you to stay on to hear you um, to hear more about that. But our media team, don't go anywhere. Our media team is gonna to talk to you about exactly how we're gonna um have you to get those tickets,
3: okay? Thank you so much. And I've already tweeted, I have been on the blog, you got Instagram, Grammy Graham. I don't know. I already did that. I already did so to- I listen to Jazzy. I listen to, I think it's Spoon, something Spoon. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. We appreciate you
2: listening, and we definitely appreciate you following us and passing on the information that we, you know, well, we we work really diligently to bring you guys good content, and we can't do it without you, but we definitely can't keep growing without you. So thank you so much for sharing the information that we're bringing.
3: You're welcome so much. Have a blessed week and the rest of the rest of the week. You too. You too so. Thank you. So, Trey, if you
2: will, my love, tell us. Let's just go slap right into it because we only have a few more minutes to this show. We're not gonna. We normally have two hour shows because they're in detail. We have a lot of guests. And we have a lot of fun, but we wanted mm-hmm. to just bring this because we've been bringing our guests, so I mean our um, our listeners, so much information over the last few weeks and then we want to be able to give them a kind of reprieve for the evening and rest from the weekend, but let's talk about The Simple Black Dress.
1: Mm -hmm. The Simple Black Dress was a concept that I came up with um, as the play got to be more successful. Um, As I mentioned to you in the beginning, um, when we first started to think that we started out really being a grassroots theater company and doing really grassroots work. And so we were performing the shows at community centers. We were um, performing the show sometimes on street corners. Um, And it was really the street that really brought us to the level that we were. And um, I, I mentioned in the press conference, that I came from a very working-class family. My mother was um, a single mom um, of three children. I was the oldest. I grew up in what was considered Toronto housing, which is considered the hood, um, for lack of better words. And when I started doing the play, that's who my audience were. Like, I went back home to what was familiar to me, people who knew me. And um, they were the who were... Um, very instrumental in my success. And then as the play grew, when we started to do stuff like um, all of these major theater companies and theater houses and commercial um, theater, I realized that our audience was getting wider and wider and also very rich and very elitist. And it didn't sit well with me that who we made the play for and who we intended it to be for wasn't now gaining access to it. And so once we signed with Mervish, which is our commercial theater producers, I got it written into my contract that 20 tickets would always be given away for every performance to low-income women, women who who did not have access, marginalized women, um, people from the LGBT community who maybe could not afford it, artists, any kind of person who expressed a need and said that they could not afford to see the play would be given tickets. And so that's that's something that I kept going and what what we said is that we also realized that a lot of these women also did not have the funds then to purchase clothing to go out to theater. And so what we did is on the Friday night, women who would come who could afford opening night tickets, and you know those are the most expensive tickets, would bring in dresses which they no longer wore but were still in good condition and were able to be passed on to other women. And we would then pass on these simple black dresses to women to wear for a night of theater as well. And it was something that for me, out of all of the work that I do, is – the most rewarding part of what I do. You know, um, my background is social services. My background is also, like I said, I grew up working class. And so for me, it's about giving back to the community of where I came from. Like, I can never forget that was my experience, that my family and right. the board to go out for a night of theater. And so I feel that's something that I then need to make sure that everyone has access to the work.
2: Yep, yeah. Oh, my God. You know, when you said that Initially, I was just, I got chills because we, as I say that, you know, we we want to do this because it's it's a love of what we do. And if we could get, you know, benefits of pay in the process of what we love, then great. But then there is a point where you have to stop and you have to look one from where you've come, and then you also have to look at what you can give back. And what you said today is something I say all the time. Because I was taught that way, and I also believe that way to mo- how much is given much is really required. If I'm oh, yeah. given much, yes. I have to give much. I have yes. to put back into what I'm asking to be taken out of and even if i even if I've not been given much um in the same respect, what then can I do to help somebody else come up exactly. with me? What can I do? What? How, how can I make somebody feel as good as I feel at this moment? So, you know, what, one of the things that we do is try not to work just at Christmas, just at Thanksgiving. Like we're getting ready to, in a few weeks now, start Christmas so that we can pass out things in October. We want to give shoes away. We want to give toys away. We want to give coats and all of those things away in October because at Christmas, You're pleading, you're begging, you're pleading, you're begging, and guess what? It's all tapped out. And these kids and these families and these moms and these dads oftentimes want to do so much, but they don't have the means. So when you said the simple black dress, and I'm sitting up here with tons of shoes that were left over from um, somebody donating just a few months ago, and I said, okay, it's time to do a drive. It's time to um, give some things away. We have a young lady who just said, hey, I have all of this. She's a talented jewelry maker, and so she's like, I got all of this excess jewelry. So mm-hmm. how cool is that? I reached out to her and said, hey, do you still have any of that? Can we, can we, you know, get together? Can we get some black dresses, and can we do some things quickly now before the show? Because we know you're going to collect and, you know, pass out as you go, but we also know that Atlanta really comes together. I have seen them come together in the quickest way to do things that are phenomenal. So we want to be able to definitely have people bring those black dresses as well as, um, you know, other things that we may have so that you'd be able to continue that foundation. I am so excited about that.
1: Oh, well, thank you. And, and it's it's very important work. Like, I just feel it's the most rewarding part of any of the work that I do for me is just seeing women there who actually say, you know, this is the first time I've ever come out to theater or you didn't know how much I needed this, you know, just such a simple act of being able to get up and put on a, a nice dress and just sit in another world and be exposed to something different.
3: Mm-hmm,
2: hmm Oh, my goodness. Well, definitely as you continue to do some things, let I I know this won't be our last time. I'm praying this won't be our last time to do some work together. But you know, what we can give her that complete package of hair and makeup and dress and shoes is what I would love to partner up to be able to do that with you with bare heads. um, My company. So definitely, we're gonna keep in touch. I really appreciate you for coming on. How can they get in touch with you? As we've posted, but we want to hear from you. How can they Mm -hmm. get in touch? Uh, your information about the play, about uh, future things that you're doing?
1: Well, you can definitely get your tickets on Ticketmaster.com. Um, the tickets are on sale. Just put in the kink in my hair. That's D-A, kink in my hair. Um, you can also call one 800 745-3000 that's one eight hundred seven four five three thousand. 745 3000 we have a website com, so you can also get tickets from there um, you can also email info at trey anthony studios dot com and that's trey anthony dot com we also have a facebook page which is um, the kink in my hair on stage and we also have a twitter account which is um, Ink in, my in my hair so we're accessible we're so every which way and, um, and um, I'm really just stressing to people for us to continue, to, us do continue to do the work that we do it really is about the community taking ownership of this piece and saying this work is important, and we, right. we stand beside yeah, it and we support it. And how we support it is by purchasing tickets. That's really that's the only way I'm able to do the work that I do. Right. Guys, um, you got to hear that? Support.
2: Purchase, purchase a ticket. Purchase yeah. a ticket or two or three or a thousand.
1: Yes, <laughs> a thousand is good.
2: <laughs> a thousand is good. Trade. Anthony, thank you so much for coming on. We really appreciate you. We're going to push it from our end, definitely hitting it hard, ground running, and taking it to everybody that we know because we believe in what you're doing.
1: Oh, thank you so much, and thank you so much for the support. I really appreciate it.
2: You're so welcome.
1: Audience, you have been listening
2: to uh, the Playwright Writer of, and producer, she's also starring in, she forgets to say that part, of the kink, D.A., the kink in my hair, and that's, you know, the kink like you from the island kind of talk, because she's Jamaican descent. But it's the kink in my hair. Um, we've posted, we will repost. If you want to go to our website, loudmouthwith2dsradio.com, we do have all of the information there And we're just excited. We want to see Atlanta support this in droves. We really want you guys to get the word out because it's important that we support each other. We cannot ask any other culture, any other ethnicity of people, brown skin, light skin, red skin, yellow skin, it doesn't matter the skin color, but we cannot ask somebody else to support that which we do not support ourselves. We can't. We can no longer stay in a complacency to feel like somebody else is going to do it if we're not doing it for each other. It does not mean that you exclude another culture or another people, um, you know, I only do this, I only do that. It doesn't mean that. It just means you don't also stop excluding or or, or, or not include your own who has worked in the community, who has built themselves up from little to become bigger but still gives back. Let's support this. Let's call as many people as we know and say, you know, let's get a ticket for this. We get tickets for so many things of less substance. I'm not saying don't support it. I'm saying sometimes it's less substance. Here we have an opportunity to, and, and, you know, this has been, I believe uh, Trey said that this has been likened to what For Colored Girls, the story was, uh, similarities in that. So we want to be able to support her, support the cast. We have our own homegrowns of Angie Stone right here. We have our own uh, um, Terry J. Vaughn is right here. And, you know, we want to say to our Canadian pilgrims that, guys, we support you. Trey Anthony, we support you. Melanie, we we support you in what you're doing. And the whole entire cast, which we've heard, is just ridiculous. Like, you know, to, to sit and try to name each person, we would be able to do that. But we do know that there are some phenomenal actors in this um, play, and so we want you to be able to come out and support it We're going to take a quick break And then we're going to leave you with one of our favorite songs That we feel like is Important To
0: this evening's show Tonight's show is sponsored by It's popping Kate Cafe Atlanta Conveniently located at 3165 Peachtree Road Northeast in the Atlanta, Georgia area Of Buckhead Make sure you connect with them online at com. We also want to recognize if you are riding around in Atlanta, the rain has not been surging, so we want to suggest you take your car over to Bright Car Spa right at 360 Edgewood Avenue in the Atlanta area in the historic Auburn Avenue area. They conveniently open seven days a week from 9 a.m. to 7 p.m. Connect with them online at brightcarspa.com, B-R-I-T-E-C-A-R-S-P-A.com. If you like their Facebook page, Bright Car Spa Atlanta, you have an opportunity to come in for a $20 inside and outside wash of your vehicle. You can also contact them at 404 913 4980. We also want to make sure that we recognize dandypocket.com, which gives you the opportunity to get the fashionable looks that you want to accessorize your wardrobe. Connect with them at dandypocket.com. Now we're going to bring Jazzy back on to the air.
3: Isn't this the cutest
2: song for the keep in my hair? I thought it was, so we're
3: going to leave you
2: this evening with I Am Not My Hair By Home the Aubrey, and A. are doing a real big I
3: the All these 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 I hate to say it, but it seems so flawed. calm are you no-
2: god i could just play that you know two times i so love this song when it first came out i definitely love it because i think it it is the epitome of no i'm not my hair but i can love my hair i saw this thing and i posted it on facebook that said i have good hair because i'm african i am an african i got good hair i thought that was oh my goodness something that every child needed to hear to see that we are not identified by good or bad. We are just identified with hair. Kink, as 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 Trey said, Trey Anthony of, of the play, The Kink in My Hair, said, you know what, my hair is kinky, and that's okay. It's okay for me to have these kinks in any form and fashion that I happen to have them, but they're mine, and, and I'm okay with that, Um Melanie Fiona said today, I wish we could have played the entire press conference and maybe, you know, we'll have an opportunity to load that up and just play all of these great interviews that we have. Sometimes we are not able to play them all because they would just take up, you know, more than, than the hour and a half, two hours that we sometimes are able to come on and still get in our media sponsors and partners. But she made this statement coming from Canada that, you know what, I have not ever been identified so much with my hair. and She has beautiful long hair. And she has been
3: ridiculed
2: and judged and told what she should and shouldn't do. And, and just on the same way, where's your fro? Why you got straight hair? And, you know, if you relax your hair, you, you know, you're wrong. If you, if you wear it naturally, you're wrong. And so we have all of these negative connotations of what hair should and should not be. So when Andy Already came out with this song, I had just cut off all my locks, and, you know, people were like, oh, my God, I can't believe you would do that. And, you know, you look this way or that way, does does that mean you're gay? Does that mean you're straight? Does that mean you're It was a crazy kind of situation. So, you know, that was one of the the questions that another uh, media personality asked. What was the story behind each person's hair? And I thought it was just phenomenal to hear everybody make a statement about the love of their hair. Basically what it was saying is I'm loving the skin that I'm in, whether my hair is straight, curly, whether it's long, whether it's, it's, you know, real thick curls, real tight. We all, people, listen to this. If you did not know, let me just make an announcement. I almost want to knock on the mic right now. We all have good hair. There is no such thing as bad hair. Not at all. I'm a hairstylist 30-plus years. I've had some very, very thick hair. I've had some challenging hair. I've had some wiry hair. I've had some kinky. I've had some old, beautiful, nappy hair. I've had it all. But there's not one person that has had bad hair. They've had some bad experiences. They've used some bad products. They've not had the attention that they needed to make sure that their hair was taken care of well. But not one person has bad hair. There is no such thing as white people's hair, black people's hair, not being able to do a certain thing. There is techniques to doing everything on everybody's hair. So that's just a little hair note, little hair preaching just for me. Um, as long as you know texture, you can do hair. As long as you know product, you can put the product in hair. But you just have to know the differences. That's all it is. It's just different. So we want to support the kink in my hair. The play, once again, is going to run from Friday through Sunday. That's this coming Friday, the 6th through the 8th, at the Cobb Energy Center that's over in Marietta. It is absolutely phenomenal. We want to pack it out. Atlanta, I challenge you. I challenge you on com. I challenge you to contact as many people as you know. I know you guys know some people because I see you hitting up everybody for certain things. So I want you to show out at this play. Come I mean, I'm not making a dime from the play, so this is not a, you know, <laughs> we don't get any endorsements. We don't, you know, we're not the 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 number one squeeze of the play but we believe in it, and we have got to support one another. So I want to see you. I challenge you, loud mouth listeners, archive listeners, Stitcher Radio. You know, if I didn't give our plug for the evening, Stitcher Radio, S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R, we are in 4 million car dashes, 20 million plus iPhones, iPads, Androids, and the nine. So all of those people need to show up at, The Kink in My Hair stage play, four-time award-winning NAACP play, series in Canada running. I mean, it's just so many things that's going on behind this. You know, Trey Anthony has a book coming out, which is not necessarily The Kink in My Hair, but... She's keeping that on the hush for now, so look out for that. But just talented, just talented, ultra talented, and we just believe that if we support, if we sow a seed of support in her and her vision, guess what happens? Out of a tree, an acorn will fall. A seed will fall, and another tree will be planted. And we believe that if we continue to plant seeds of support, then that means we get Seat of support back and it may not always come from the direct source but it comes back and we've been so blessed here at loudmouth radio to be able to bring these kind of shows to you bring these opportunities and so we just want you to show out and say loudmouth told us to do it we believed in it and so we did it wouldn't that just be awesome i want to see how many people will do that so go on our facebook page go on our twitter go on our instagram go on our website and just load us up with I am supporting the kink in my hair place, also supporting um, all of our media sponsors, and we're going to have that last roundup of who is supporting us because we want you to also support them. Again, we're over here having cake and conversation. I think somebody has coined that, but I just like it for the evening on Loudmouth Radio. (laughs) Cake and conversation over at it's poppin' which is also Cake Cafe, um, over in uh, Peachtree Street. It's right over across from Hub Furniture. And for those of you that know uh, Sweet Samba, it's right beside it. It's also right beside the original mattress factory over um, in Buckhead. Very posh. If you want posh, and I love posh, let me just tell you, I love posh. This place is exceptional. They also have one over in Decatur, which is equally as beautiful, and so we want you to support them. But if you haven't had the opportunity to come, come get your cakes and cafe, um, your popcorn, your candy, all of the good, good sweets. So we're going to let our producer come back on, give you our sponsors, and we're going to let you for the evening. Thank you again. Really appreciate you coming on with us each and every week. We're gonna bring you more covering the dream game tomorrow. We're gonna to have you some live interviews of some of the guests that are gonna be right there. So continue to follow us. We really appreciate it. In the studio it's gonna be minute So here we go. So for, or after
0: This show, again, is being sponsored by It's Poppin' Cake Cafe Atlanta, Bright Card Spa in the Auburn area on Edgewood in Atlanta, and DandyPocket.com, your online boutique for custom men accessories. We look forward to hearing tomorrow night on LoudmouthRadio.com, where we'll be covering the WNBA game between the Atlanta Dream and the Indiana Fever with the Pat Summit Night for her foundation. Look forward to talking to you then.